Loretta gently unrolled the stocking over her left knee, taking care not to snag the fragile fabric, then stood up to make sure it wasn't twisted before fastening the suspender. She stretched each leg in front of her admiringly, deciding it had been worth paying for real silk, and turned to the bed. The dress, an early Christmas present from Robert, lay neatly on the quilt where she had left it before her bath. There was no denying it was a beautiful garment, very much the sort of thing she would have chosen herself, but she felt a faint twinge of reluctance as she picked it up. She eased it gently over her head and down over her plain black slip, anxious not to damage the antique gold lace. It was a perfect fit, the dropped waist resting lightly on her hips, and she crossed the room eagerly to stand in front of the dressing table mirror. She turned from side to side, enjoying the dramatic effect, but her uneasiness persisted. In the drawing room, a recording of Vivaldi drew to a close, and she left the room to change it, puzzling over her feelings as she went downstairs. Perhaps it wasn't the dress that was making her uncomfortable, but the fact that it was a Christmas present from Robert. She remembered the casual way he had handed it to her the previous Sunday evening, saying he was giving it to her early because she needed something to wear for the party they were going to on Christmas Eve. And now, here she was, dressed up in one of the most beautiful outfits she had ever owned, and feeling, well, as if she, like the dress, was simply a possession. It wasn't a good start to the evening, and she made an effort to shake off her awkward mood. She put the Vivaldi cassette back in its box and rummaged in her collection for something energetic and cheerful, settling on the communards, whom she knew Robert loathed. She turned up the volume as the first song started and began to sing along, then let out a yelp. Bertie! she exclaimed. Look what you've done! She bent down to disentangle the cat's claws from the hem of her dress, picking him up and giving him a quick stroke before returning him to his favourite place on the sofa. Then she surveyed the damage, of which there was fortunately very little. She was engrossed in pushing a stray gold thread through to the underside of the material when the phone rang. Loretta gave the dress a gentle shake, hoping its fragile seams would survive the evening without further mishap, and reached for the phone. Hello, she called, raising her voice above the music. Sorry, can you hold on a minute? I can't quite hear. She put down the receiver, went over to the stereo system, and turned down the volume. That's better. She paused, waiting for the person at the other end of the line to reveal his or her identity. It's a bit early in the evening for a party, isn't it? asked a woman's voice, faintly quizzical. There was something familiar about it, although Loretta couldn't immediately come up with a name. Or are you just getting into the Christmas spirit? Um, Loretta hesitated, still no wiser. The caller, whose voice was low for a woman, gave a deep chuckle. (laughs) You haven't a clue who I am, have you? Well, it has been a long time. This is Sandra. Sandra Neal. Sandra? Good God, you're the last person I expected. The words were out before Loretta had time to reflect that her reaction had hardly been civil. I mean, gosh, I am sorry, I didn't recognize your voice. Sandra chuckled. (laughs) I obviously have caught you on the hop. How are you? I'm, I'm very well.
Loretta said distractedly. How long was it since she had spoken to Sandra Neal? It couldn't be less than four years. It might even be five. What about you? Sandra gave a heavy sigh. Frankly, I'm in a bit of a spot. That's why I'm ringing you. I can't tell you how relieved I was when you answered the phone. Everyone else I know in London seems to be out or has moved. I suppose I ought to have expected it on Christmas Eve. So I phoned to throw myself on your mercy. On my mercy? Loretta was immediately wary. She had not forgotten Sandra's skills in extracting what she wanted, even from people who, like Loretta, didn't like her very much. Yes, to be honest, I'm in an absolutely bloody mess. My flat's flooded, I can't find a plumber, and the landlord's away on holiday. I really am desperate.